Shalom, my friends. Bob Barber here with your last Trump report. Here to talk about, are you afraid of missing the rapture? Is it impossible to miss the rapture? Well, you're going to find out. So just stay tuned. Is there a cosmic countdown that began in 2014 and will culminate in a major spiritual event around 2024? Learn how God gave an advance warning through a series of signs over a 10-year period that commenced in 2014 and will end around 2024. What are the signs in the heavens, on the earth, and the earth below? Will this mark the beginning of the Great Tribulation? Will this signify when the global New World Order comes to full power as prophesied in the Bible? Is Donald Trump's presidency a major indicator? that all these things are about to manifest. Are we currently in a pre-tribulation time frame, also known as the time of Joseph, seven years of feast? That may be a prelude to the seven years of famine, a time frame that is also riddled with deep division. Will God deliver his saints from this perilous time coming upon the earth through a genetic supernatural process? What are the ancient and modern day prophecies that foretold this time? Find out now, before it's too late. The Road to 2024 God's Final Declaration Heralding the Seven Year Tribulation Available now at all your popular book vendors. Just click the link below and it'll take you straight there. Or download the book right now for a fraction of the cost and begin reading today. That link will also be in the description box below. What I am smelling is betrayal. The spirit of Judas and the spirit of Joseph standing together. We're going to look back on 2018, 2019, 2020 because there's going to be big challenges coming. This is us for the fight. This is God giving us a chance to get ready. You should have gotten ready now. It's like the biblical story. Who, who was the prophet? And they historically dug him up in Egypt. They, they proved he was real. Who was the Jewish prophet that was the chief advisor to the Egyptians? And he had the vision of the seven years of plenty and the seven years of famine coming. The big choice is coming. The big choice is coming. And the big attack is five years out. It's coming. Five years. We got five years till the next level. Five years till total invasion. Now you can make what you want of that. But I'm just going to tell you what I really know. I'm just going to tell you what I really know. We got five years. Get ready, planet Earth. Enemies are all over. They've been jacked up by the enemy to try to destabilize things. Five years. We got five years. That's what they don't want you to know. Get ready. Five years. You'll never know what hits you if you don't wake up. Greetings, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is Bob Barber with your next Last Trump Report. And remember, if you like what we're doing here, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. So that way you don't miss any new content that we have coming out. Plus, don't forget, on this channel, we give away free Bibles. So if you need a Bible 
email us I need a Bible with your full address and country that you're from to support at feedmysheeptoday.org and we will send you a free Bible it'll be free shipping anywhere on earth just for you information is in the description box below now today everybody I want to address and clarify exactly what the gift of salvation is and how this gift is completely given to you now the Bible says in Ephesians 2 8 and 10 for by grace are ye saved through faith and not of yourselves it is the gift of God not of works lest any man should boast for we are in his workmanship created in Christ unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them so it clearly states here that salvation is a gift not of works so you don't have to do any works to receive this gift or to sustain this gift all that is required is for you to have belief in what this gift is and that it's for you and everything that this gift can do for you okay it is given to you and it is a done deal God will never take it back but Bob according to those verses you read it talked about works right let's look at it again for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which means you were created for good works but here's the 64 million dollar question what if we never do any good works will that change the fact that we are a regenerated spirit a new creation by the baptism of the Holy Spirit no we are still a child of God in John 3 15 it says that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life in Romans 8 38 39 it says for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord okay so nothing by any of these entities no works they can do even they lead you into sin it still doesn't matter you cannot be separated from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus nothing can undo your regenerated spirit the Bible even says you're sealed to the day of redemption in Ephesians 4:30 it says and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption and as far as doing good works or the lack of let me explain it to you like this I have two sons and both of my sons have my DNA they are my biological children they are my seed I want them to do certain types of works I want them to be fruitful in certain types of ways I would like to see them become teachers of the word like me but they have free will they can do that work or they can pursue their own desires which may or may not be something I would want them to pursue so whatever they decide to do it still does not change the fact that they are my sons and they are my sons forever they are my biological seed just like we are sons and daughters of God the seed of God through the baptism of the Holy Spirit we become adopted children of God through Christ Jesus and that can never be undone and God will never take that away from us just like I cannot undo my DNA inside my sons 
Ephesians 1.5 says, Having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Christ Jesus to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Now, the book of Ephesians says that we are created unto good works, but let's say you don't do any work for God's kingdom, which I don't think there is a person on the planet that won't do any work, but let's say there's somebody out there that does that, for worst case scenario, okay? So let's say you don't do any works for God's kingdom. You just accepted the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. Well, the good news is you still get to go to heaven. The bad news is you don't receive any other rewards on top of the normal rewards that you receive just for being a citizen in heaven. You see what I'm saying? There are a level of rewards already granted with just being a citizen of heaven that you get to experience and enjoy for eternity. You're in paradise. I mean, come on. But there are rewards that you can receive above and beyond all that because of the works you do here on earth. You see what I'm saying? So we're created unto good works, but your works, once again, are not needed to sustain your salvation. You were created, you're finished, you're done. And now God's expecting you to do works. Just because you don't do any works, that doesn't mean God's going to undo what he just created with you, okay? You see what I'm saying? So if you die, you still go to heaven. But if you don't do any works, you're not going to be rewarded for it at the BMC judgment. You're still saved from hell. You are a citizen of heaven, but you don't have any above and beyond rewards than what are already there. Okay? Pretty easy. There is no socialism in heaven. <laughs> so you're not going to be living off of my works and the works of those that are being accomplished here on the earth. Socialism is completely satanic and especially communism. So why would anybody think that those concepts exist in heaven? Because they don't. Only nationalism exists in heaven. So, like I said, we're created unto good works. You don't have to do the good works. You still have your citizenship in heaven. Because if you go back to the original verse that I was talking about at the beginning of this video, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, Apostle Paul says this, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which means we are created because we are supposed to do good works. Not that you have to, but you're supposed to. Which God hath before ordained, that we should walk in them. That we should walk in them. It doesn't say that we have to walk in them. Or else everything that just happened is undone and we go straight to hell. It says that we should, key word, should walk in them. So God's saying here, look, I'm going to save you. I'm going to give you my spirit. You will become my son. You will become my daughter. And that will never be undone forever. And since that's the case, since you are my children, you can never go to hell. You must come to heaven. But you should be walking in these good works while you're here. I highly recommend it. Very highly recommend it. Because there are some incredible treasures up here that you will be able to lay up here by doing these good works. Jesus even instructs us in Matthew 9, 19-21, Lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth, where the moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. 
Jesus said this because he knew that he will be able to give them passage into heaven and be a citizen of heaven through his death, burial, and resurrection. That will regenerate everybody's spirit and eventually glorify their bodies so they can live forever in heaven with him. But he knows here, and he still knows today, that the way you will live for eternity in heaven is all based on your works. So what God is saying is this. I have given you citizenship in heaven, and you are coming here guaranteed. But while you're on the earth, I highly recommend being fruitful. I highly recommend going out and doing the good works. I highly recommend supporting ministries of those who go out and do the good works. So the good works they do will also be credited unto you because you were the one that invested in that ministry. Do you ever watch a company grow and the company itself makes money? The people in the company that work in the company make money, but who also makes money in the company? The investors, okay? These are all heavenly principles, everybody. That is why these things work here on earth, because it is the way things work in heaven. You can become very wealthy here on the earth by being a very wise investor. By being an investor, you are also participating in the work itself. So you have those who are out there doing the actual work, and you have those who support those who go out and do that work. Either way, you are participating in the work. Just like here, feed my sheep today. People invest money into our ministry, and we use that money to support Christian missions around the world. We cannot do what we do unless we have your support. We receive your support. So when you give money to a ministry like ours, that money is turned into work, which benefits you at the Bema seat. Okay, things happen because of what you did, and it starts with your giving. Or you can just go out there and preach in the streets and become a missionary and go out and do that stuff yourself. Okay? You can do it either way and the reward is still the same. Greetings, my brothers and sisters in Christ from Feed My Sheep today. Everybody, we are in the final hours before we are called home. That is evident. After this, all of our work here on earth is finished, and then we are on our way to the Bema Seat to be rewarded for the good works that we did to expand God's kingdom, and also to be shown the rewards that we could have received for the works that we should have done. And let me just say something. Jesus did not get beaten almost to death and nailed to a cross and die and resurrect just so that we could sit on the sidelines as Christians. We are not called to sit on the sidelines. We are called to come into the battle and fight and share his gospel throughout the world. And here at Feed My Sheep Today, you can do that. Perhaps you haven't done much in your lifetime to serve God's kingdom. Well, I have great news for you. You still have time to make a difference. It's not too late. But you have to act now. Your entire seed that you give to Feed My Sheep Today goes into the ministry these funds are forwarded to our missionaries in third world countries and they purchase Bibles from the local area distributors and provide them for free to new believers who accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior after hearing the gospel of the hope and love of Jesus Christ. This message is shared with large group gatherings by traditional preaching and audiovisual presentations showing the finished works of Jesus Christ at the cross and much more. Many people come forth to receive Jesus just from watching these video presentations. And when they do, 
we give them a free Bible. And these Bibles will either be in English for the English readers or these Bibles will be in their local area language. Now these Bibles for the most part are not available to them to buy in stores and many of these people can't afford them anyways. But you can change all that. You can give a one-time donation of any size. Every little bit counts here. Of course, the larger the amount, the more Bibles and aid we can distribute in a shorter amount of time. You want to make a big impact, but you don't have much to give right now? Just become a Feed My Sheep Today monthly sustainer. For just $10 a month, you can make a huge difference in God's kingdom. Just $10 a month will provide three Bibles to new believers. Imagine if you gave 30 or even 50. You now have your planting set on automatic. You are building up heavenly rewards on a monthly basis without even thinking about it. The time to act is now. Just go to feedmysheeptoday.org. We are a Jesus Christ faith-based nonprofit. The link is in the description box below. You will be able to support by PayPal, credit card, bank draft, or simply send your support in the mail. And don't forget, while you're at the website, take a look around. Check out our videos, articles, see what's new. Even check out our volunteer section and more. And don't forget to subscribe to our Feed My Sheep Today YouTube channel, where you can see the transparency of all the funding that comes into this ministry. So act now and experience the heart of Christian missions at Feed My Sheep Today. So thank you all so much for your help and great things are coming for all of you who are investing into Feed My Sheep today. Great works are being done on your behalf. Hey, just $10 a month can make a huge difference and build up a lot of great things on your behalf at the Bema Seat. So that is there for you. Thank you all so much for your help. Now let's do an assessment of this gift of the Holy Spirit and what it means when you receive it and everything that comes with it let's do a full assessment of it you're going to jump out of your shoes when you hear this or begin to understand this part who receives it when you receive that gift you do you but remember you got to get this you are made up of three different parts body soul and spirit all that together is you. Have you ever talked to a loved one who has already died? Do you take the time to go to the grave and talk to their dead corpse? Or are you just standing right where you're at and you look up to the sky, knowing that you're communicating with them in heaven, if God is allowing this communication to take place? Because remember, you are made up of three different parts, body, soul, and spirit. Your physical body, of course, which you look at in the mirror, and then the spirit part of you, which makes up what you see of your body, but in a spirit form that lives on after the body dies. And I like to explain the soul as the boxing ring, where your spirit and your body mentally duke it out after your spirit becomes regenerated and is sealed to the day of redemption. Because the soul is subjected to the spirit and is also subjected to the body. It can feel and comprehend what the spirit wants and it also feels and comprehends what the body wants. The soul is the living experience that gets to feel what the body wants 
and it also gets to feel what the Spirit wants. Apostle Paul says in Galatians 5.17, For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would do. What Apostle Paul is talking about here is the activity going on in your soul, in your boxing ring. Now, the reason why I explained all this is to just come back to this point. You are made up of three parts, body, soul, and spirit. Okay, that is you. That encompasses all of you. And God knows that. The baptism of the Holy Spirit goes to all three parts. Not just our spirit like we are all accustomed to. That means our body needs to be baptized as well. And this will happen at the rapture resurrection. Now, I want you to take a look at what Jesus said in John chapter 3, starting verse 3. Jesus answered, said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. When he said a man must be born again, what did he mean? He meant that your spirit and your body must be born again. Because remember, when Adam sinned, the glorified body and the glorified spirit both died. You see, before Adam sinned, he was able to stand in the presence of God. So when Jesus says, be born again, it means to be regenerated in the spirit and regenerated in the body and brought back to the point where Adam was, where Adam and Eve were, before they sinned. He goes on to say here, Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born again when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very verily I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water, which is your body, because we're 70% water. And this happens at the rapture resurrection, of course. Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, which is, of course, your spirit. That's pretty basic. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. So what Jesus is saying here, unless I give you the gift of salvation, which consists of two parts, regeneration of your spirit and the regeneration of the water, which is your body, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. This is why it's not done by any of our works, lest any man should boast. Because let me ask you, how do you rebirth your spirit? by your works. How do you rebirth your body by your works? We got a lot of uh, you know, transhumanism going on out there trying to rebirth the body and all this stuff like that, but they're not coming anywhere near close to it. This work can only be done by God, by Jesus Christ. And this work is given to you as a form of a gift. As soon as you believe in the finished works of Jesus Christ at the cross for your salvation. So for all of you out there that you're afraid you're going to miss the rapture, let me ask you. Have you been born again of the Spirit? Have you been born again of the Spirit? Ask yourself that. If the answer is yes, then you're definitely going to be raptured. Because God has to complete this gift that he has already started in you. He has to finish and fulfill the entire gift. Thus fulfilling the entire gift of salvation. The rebirth process of our spirit and water that Jesus talked about. So get this in your head. 
these works are all done by God. In fact, it's only two works. Regeneration of your spirit, done by God. You didn't do it, but since you had faith and you believed, it was given to you and that work was done for you. So your spirit's regenerated. Now the completion of this gift will be done at the rapture resurrection, the regeneration of your body. Who's going to do that? That's also going to be done by God himself too. You're not going to be able to regenerate your body. God does it. These are the works that are needed to be done for you to live for eternity in heaven or come back to the earth to rule reign for a thousand years so on and so forth. Do you have anything to do with these works outside of just believing and having faith in Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, his finished works at the cross for your salvation? Outside of that belief, which by the way, still isn't a work, because how many calories have you burned by believing in something? None. Believing is not a work. So what do you do to rebirth your body and rebirth your spirit? Nothing because it's a gift. That's why the Bible says, not of works, lest any man should boast. Stop complicating it. Stop saying, I need to do this work and this work. I need to get this in place. I need to do this and that in order to get raptured. God wants me to tell you, hey, stop complicating this whole thing and just stand still and let me give you this gift of the regeneration of your spirit and then I'll regenerate your body when the time comes. Real simple. That's it. And once this work has begun in you, your spirit is instantly sealed. And as for your body, I'll mark it for the resurrection and the rapture and complete this process. And in the meantime, for good measure, because I know you're going to sin all over the place, because unlike your spirit, which has been regenerated and sealed, your flesh was not. But I'm just going to mark it so that way... I will regenerate it later at the rapture resurrection. And don't worry, you're not going to sin and mess this whole thing up because, like I said, that's just your nature and you are behind enemy lines and Satan's going to be tempting you all over the place. I will provide you with unlimited grace over your body. So that way, when the day comes, your body may still be redeemed. What do you think I'm going to do? Just leave your glorified spirit to wander the universe for eternity without a glorified body? You don't think I'm going to finish this work? Of course I am. Your current regenerated spirit needs a regenerated temple to live in for eternity. Here's another question for you. If you die in Christ and you go to heaven, would you be afraid of missing the resurrection just like you're afraid of missing the rapture? Think about it that way. Wherever you're at, in the midst of this glorification process, whether you're dead or alive, as long as you are in the midst of this process, this process will be completed by God on your behalf, and you will have a total, completed, glorified body, soul, and spirit. The only difference is, some of us will have this gift fulfilled in the rapture process, while others will have this gift fulfilled in the resurrection process. But in the end, we all end up with the same complete gift. So God is telling us, hey, have faith in me. I will finish this. I will take care of this, okay? The devil is trying to mess this whole thing up, okay? The devil is completely jealous of what we're receiving here. And he wants to mess the mentality of this whole thing up. Don't let him do it. In 2 Corinthians 11, verse 3, it says, But I fear lest... 
by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his ability so that your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. The simplicity of the gift that was released to us, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, of our body, soul, and spirit, because of the finished works of Christ. Now since you know this and understand this, stop freaking out about missing the rapture. You are promised you are guaranteed to go home in the rapture as long as you've truly received the Holy Spirit baptism. Because Apostle Paul talks about those who believed the gospel in vain. Those are the people who still believe in their works for their salvation or some works for salvation or something. They don't believe in faith alone, like the Bible says. They're implementing their works still. They're sliding in some work still. They're that person that's trying to add to that perfect picture God is trying to create. And by the way, this is a supernatural process. So unless you're doing supernatural work, you have nothing to do with the supernatural process that you're looking at right here. Okay? Think about that. So if you are still trusting in your works in any part of this gift that you're looking at right here, then I'm afraid to say this, but you may still be going to hell. And I say this to you in love. Stop banking on your works and only bank on the works of God because your completed being for eternity is all done by God because your completed glorified being, body, soul, and spirit is all done by God from start to finish. We have nothing to do with it except we have faith that it can be done. So everybody, please comment. Let me know what you guys think. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any new content that we have going out. May God bless you all. Hang in there for we're almost finished. Shalom.